Before beginning this week's episode, we would like to issue a trigger warning. The following content contains discussion of disordered eating and eating disorder thoughts. This may be triggering for some audiences. If you are in a crisis and need help immediately with your eating disorder, text NEDA to 741741 to be connected with a trained volunteer at Crisis Text Line. To find other helpful resources, visit safespace.org forward slash resource dash directory forward slash. Someone once told me that your worst day in recovery will always be better than any day in your eating disorder. And I think when someone told me that, like, that was so helpful. You're listening to the Safe Space Stories podcast. Each week, we feature a mental health expert, inspiring teen, or impactful individual, bringing you empowering mental health stories and advice on all things well-being. I'm your co-host, Bella. And I'm your co-host, Anishka. Whether you're struggling yourself or want to learn more, this podcast is your motivation to enhance your own well-being and that of those around you, as well as your 24-7 mental health resource. Today, we're joined by Samina, a Safe Space alum. My name is Samina, and I was with Safe Space for, I think, three years, from sophomore year to senior year. I was a part of, like, multiple committees on Safe Space, and then I eventually was part of CORE, and I absolutely love the work that I did there, and it made me very passionate about mental health and providing access to mental health care. Taking those passions with me, I'm now at the University of Pennsylvania. I'm a freshman, um, and I'm currently studying um, psychology and economics with a focus on consumer psychology. Many factors contributed to Samina's struggles with mental health. This is the first chapter of her story. I think I became victim to a lot of comparison in middle school and beginning of high school, especially playing a sport. Um, I played volleyball and I felt this immense pressure to look a certain way, be a certain way, especially living in the Bay Area. I just felt this like need to, I don't know, be perfect. And that kind of spiraled into an eating disorder. And so I struggled with anorexia for basically all of high school. Sometimes it's when we have our lowest points that we're open to the greatest change. Denial led Samina to her lowest point. My junior year, I was in a lot of denial with my eating disorder. And I was just convinced that I was just being healthy. And I was like following just like trends, you know, Um, that was not the case. Samina and some of her closest friends were making plans for what she thought would be the trip of her life. Like, we were all going to go on this trip to China. Like, this was like this big thing that we spent like months preparing for. And I basically found out the day before that I wasn't going. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure how I convinced myself that I was going because I clearly like, I was in no like physical or mental state to go. But I, my, the doctor basically was like, you can't go. Um, and they sent me to a hospital um, instead. And so I think that was probably the darkest week of my life um, when like all of your friends are like away in China living their best life and you're like, you know, in a in a unit. Um, and I remember sitting there thinking to myself, this is a wake up call. Like if you don't if you don't change things, like you're gonna miss out on a lot of other milestones. Like your eating disorder isn't doing anything good for you right now. And that was like a very pivotal moment where I was like, you are never coming back to this place ever again. 
like the physical place, but also like the mental place, if that makes sense. And Samina has kept that promise to herself. Recovery became her reality. I kind of started recovery, I guess, in my junior year, kind of during COVID, actually. It kind of gave me a second to slow down and kind of realize that if I don't start recovery, I'm not going to college. And that was like my biggest motivator in life was to go to college. Um, so I'm very grateful that I turned things around and I'm now here in Philly. So it ended up working out for me. I'm now in recovery and things have been going very well. Samina now shares her story with the intention to give motivation to others who are struggling with eating disorders or even just struggling in general, because being a teenager can be really difficult. I was able to use my struggles with mental health and it, I kind of turned it into my passion because I was like, if I'm going to be thinking about recovery so much, I'm going to be thinking about, I don't know, these like battles that I was having in my head every day, like I might as well expand it and try to help other people or share my story. An example of this is I wrote um, like, a, like a short story that ended up winning an award and it was all about um, a girl who went on a date with her boyfriend and it was all about how the entire time she was fixated on numbers and so i titled the story called it was called a numbers game and it was all about like her fixating over like the number of calories and that slice of pizza and the cheese and just like it was focusing on like the rationality behind the irrationality of eating disorders so i think that's just an example of how i've tried to share my story i'm really really open about it in, a, in ways to break the stigma because it's something that no one talks about sadly Using her voice to help others also helps her own recovery. I actually worked a lot with the body positive in high school. But they're basically focused on like spreading conversations around intuitive eating and intuitive movement and just having a healthy relationship with your body. And so we like had like a body positive chapter in my high school, which I absolutely adored because it was just like a time where we all came together and talked about things we were struggling with and ways to spread awareness on campus. So I think that became like a safe space for me. And we created an Instagram account during COVID where we like share like how to how do you deal with movement when you're stuck at home? Like just, you know, like all these like topics that everybody was kind of wondering about or like it was like the quarantine 15 or whatever or like breaking down that. Like, what does that mean? Loved it. And so um, when I came to Penn, I was like, I need to find a similar outlet. And there's actually a chapter here. So every week I go to, um, it's called Be Body Positive UPenn. And it's very similar. Like we have like time to just like talk about what we've been struggling with and ways that we want to spread awareness on campus. And I recently just got an interview for this opportunity to teach like a, more about like body positivity um, in Philadelphia school districts, like in middle schools. Big transitions in life or traumatic events can be triggers for eating disorders to resurface as a way to cope. So when Samina went to college, it was really overwhelming to see so many people that mindsets were taken over by diet culture. So she had to figure out ways to deal with that. I definitely came here like feeling a little like overwhelmed by just like the amount of choice and all these options that I had all the time. But I would say what was more hard was an emphasis on like not eating and over-exercising to prepare for the weekend was really hard because I basically spent like a year telling myself that that is like the opposite of what I should be doing. But I think what was really helpful for me was finding people who were also like not happy with that 
And I think like ever since then, I've just been reminding myself that like, that is not sustainable. That's actually like very unhealthy and can lead to very dangerous things. So um, I think that's been a really hard thing that I've dealt with, but there's also been fun things too. I feel like when you're in a new city, a new place, there's like a lot of fun foods to try, like Philly cheesesteaks, you know, like different things like that. So it's all about how you look at it. Samina also has found so many passions outside of mental health advocacy. She emphasizes that though advocacy matters to her, her life is not defined by her eating disorder. I'm really interested in um, like social entrepreneurship. So I think through working with Safe Space and other organizations, I've just become really passionate about like how can companies make social impacts in communities around the world and in the U.S. And so I joined um, a consulting club on campus called the Penn Social Entrepreneurship Movement, um, where basically we work with social impact companies on like, and we can with them and we like talk about like strategies and they're such cool companies. So I'm really passionate about that, which is exciting. But I would say like on the weekends, I just, I don't know, I'm really interested in like music and like exploring like concerts here in Philadelphia. They're like so accessible. So oftentimes my friends and I will put on a cute outfit and go to like Center City for dinner and then go to a concert. So like that's a very typical thing to do here. Samina leaves listeners with a piece of advice that can be helpful for those who are struggling or know someone who's struggling. This can also be helpful when applied into situations beyond mental health struggles. When you're feeling super alone in your struggle, it's really hard to see that everyone else or a lot of other people can empathize with what you're going through. I think it wasn't until I started talking about like my experience that I realized that a lot of my friends could relate. And not even saying that like they had eating disorders, but they struggled with disordered eating or bad body image or low self-esteem. And so I would just say like, don't be scared to put yourself out there and be vulnerable because chances are like people will, will respect you more because they're able to empathize with your struggle. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Safe Space Stories is brought to you by Safe Space, a youth-led, mental health-focused organization that empowers young people to engage openly with their local schools and communities. Learn more at safespace.org. If you want to share your own story or learn more about Safe Space Stories, please visit us and contact us at safespacestories.org. And finally, please share this podcast with your friends, family, or anyone else you think could benefit. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy it and subscribe. We hope to see you next time.